Sunday. And it is a sad Sunday in the Grotti family as we graduate Russell out of Palm Sunday participation. <laughs> I mean, all these years of repetition and singing, now he's moved on. Well, we repeat these things every year. The celebration of Jesus' triumphal entry on Palm Sunday into Jerusalem. We remember the story that he wrote on a colt that he was greeted by cheering crowds. You know, all these things we remember in the facts of what happened. But what did it all mean? This morning, I'd like to invite you to go on a quest to enter into the unknown. You know, the word for this morning is untranslatable. Untranslatable. That's our word. So in our scripture reading, Laura Lee just did, there's a word that is untranslatable. Um, and think about that, untranslatable. Not able to be translated. You know, you, you bump into this in languages where maybe one language has a word that works perfectly well to express this idea. But when you come over to this other language, just don't have a word that's adequate to hold the meaning that that other language had. Right? We look in translation for like a translation key, something maybe that is similar in our experience and our reference point to understand what that is and, and grasp it. Well, here in Colorado, you can think of something like snow as an example. Snow. I mean, we get snow here. And in Colorado, we have a whole vocabulary for snow. And actually, in the recent few years, you may have noticed we added a new word in our snow vocabulary. Bomb cyclone. <laughs> you know what that is. And maybe, maybe you know that snow has reference points for specific places in Colorado. For example, do you know where champagne powder exists? Or do you know the difference between a powder day and a bluebird day? Mm, these are all our words, our references, right? that we have to explain and understand snow. Now, if you come from a place along the equator of the world, a place like Indonesia or Uganda or some places in Brazil, you've never experienced snow. You don't know what it feels like, looks like, tastes like. You come to this word snow, and you have nothing to translate it into your language, right? That's, that's the challenge of something that's untranslatable. So how do you explain that and grasp that if you have never experienced snow? I mean, in January, snow falls on a cold night and it's fluffy. But here in April, snow falls and it's mushy, right? Like, these are the things you need to know to understand snow. Well, untranslatable. Our untranslatable word for today from Philippians chapter 2 is kenosis. It's a Greek word, kenosis. And you might be thinking, if you've been around church, oh, kenosis, I know what that means. Maybe you already thought that. As I said kenosis, you thought, oh, that's not untranslatable. I know what it means. It means emptying. Jesus emptied himself of his glory in heaven and humbled himself and came to earth to be a human. Kenosis. And then you might think, huh? What does that mean? Emptying yourself of your glory in heaven and coming to earth, 
how do we even grasp this divine heavenly event down into our human earthly experience? How do we put that into context that we can understand here? Right? So this is the challenge. If you come from Indonesia on an airplane and you land at DIA and you get out and you walk outside, of course it's on the departure level, but you walk outside because it's outside, and it's snow just falling down gently, just such a peaceful snow. You catch a snowflake on your finger and it's like beautiful and intricate and perfectly unique unto itself. No other snowflake has been made like that before. And then you say, Oh, a bomb cyclone. I now I get it. Right? No, you've just met one snowflake. Spend five winters here. Actually, spend 25 winters here, and you'll begin to understand snow. And it's the same with this word kenosis. Yes, it means emptying. And we get this idea. Yeah, Jesus emptied himself of his glory in heaven, came to earth. But this emptying is something that we come to over and over. Each time we approach it, there's something new to learn. There's something more to discover. And in this passage in the Philippians, Paul says not only to understand that Jesus did this, but now we are to imitate it. Imitate it. So first you have to translate the idea of a divine event happening, and then you have to translate that divine event, how it applies to you. How impossible and challenging is that? Well, perhaps to understand our context of leaving someplace and coming to someplace new, we can use something in our human experience that has similarities but is also untranslatable. I mean, we, our family, was just out in the East Coast for spring break, and we went to Lady Liberty and took a look at her. So here she is. That right there is the Statue of Liberty, which is this icon of our nation, right? It was a gift from France. The people of France raised money, donations, made it. We received it. We raised money to build the platform, donations. This is like the symbol, the icon. Here we are as a family, see? There we are. I mean, you can't Photoshop that kind of stuff. So this icon, this symbol of the relationship between two countries, it's also a symbol of the end of slavery. It is a symbol of people having left land and place to come to new land and new place. And as we were there, it is this gigantic symbol that is untranslatable. I mean, yes, it is a statue made out of copper, 10 stories tall. We actually climbed up inside to the crown. Like, it is a thing, but what it represents is so much more. The magnitude of it is, it's impossible to translate. Because it's representing, yes, a whole nation in its relationship with another nation, but it's also representing each individual person who sailed into port and saw Lady Liberty welcoming them in. And whatever their experience was is a part of what it is being symbolized. So how do we translate that? Perhaps we can hold together this word kenosis and Lady Liberty together. 
Hold these two words together. You know, when you're looking toward the Statue of Liberty, it is like a welcome, right? It's an invitation into the opportunity of this new land to come fill yourself up. But if you flip and you go on the backside and look the other way, now the icon is a symbol saying goodbye. Goodbye to the place you came from, the people you were with, your home. It's an emptying when you look that way. So in this image, we have this, this, in order to come, you have to go, you have to empty in order to fill. And imagine leaving your homeland. I mean, we in the United States of America have this story ingrained in us of people leaving their homeland to come here, leaving their family, their roots, emptying themselves of all that they had known in order to come to a new place. You know, and so for some, this this emptying and leaving was a, a goodbye to family and friends. You know, back when you could maybe mail a letter, but it would take months. For others, the, the leaving was an escape to get away from oppression or poverty and to come to a new place where that didn't exist. You know, for others, it was just pure adventure, right? Like you're grasping out for the new opportunity, what awaits you, creating this new life. And for some, you didn't even get to choose. It was chosen for you. So Lady Liberty is complicated. And every person's story is complicated. You know, leaving involves emptying, but in leaving, you leave a country, but you still bring yourself with you wherever you go. You bring with you your language, your, your education, your culture, your relationships. I mean, all that still comes with you. So what does it mean to empty? And what does it mean to take on something new and be filled? So it's difficult if not impossible, to translate the Statue of Liberty into something that we can grasp and fully understand at each person level of experience. And it's also difficult to understand kenosis, what it means for each of us to empty as we are invited to empty ourselves like Jesus did. And yet, it is the invitation to come back to it, keep looking at it, thinking about it, trying, practicing. So today, let's try to translate the untranslatable word kenosis. And it's our scripture passage where Paul is writing to the church in Philippi, and he begins with this exhortation, this this command to do this in the community. Like, the context is in community, in relationship. This is how you should live. You've been filled up by God in these things. Now this is how you should live. So there's a key key statement right in the middle that says, in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. So there's our translation key right in the middle. But the passage begins with a filling, a filling from God that we receive. And it says, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, you've been filled up by being united, your identity, you've been adopted, you've been taken into the family of God, you belong to this, as a citizen in the kingdom of heaven. As you have that, 
And if you have any comfort from his love, you have received God's love for you. And if you have any common sharing in the Holy Spirit, you've been filled by the Holy Spirit. And others around you have been filled by the Holy Spirit. If you have any tenderness and compassion by this filling up, then, then make my joy complete. Here's what you should do. You've been filled up. Now here's what you do. Be like-minded. Have the same love. Be one in spirit and of one mind. So that's all the filling side. Now we get to the emptying. Because there is some, some emptying that is happening here as well. In order to be filled, there must be an emptying. And the emptying is this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but to the interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Right there is this upside-down kingdom of God thing. Do not look to your own interests. Don't look after your own interests, but instead look at after others' interests. And then the fascinating thing that in that, you don't need to look into your own interests because others are watching out for you. I mean, this is the kingdom of God, which is totally upside down in the world. Here's our key line. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And here's his example. Who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing. That's right there, the translation of kenosis. He emptied himself. He made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Imitate Jesus' kenosis. Imitation is a form of translation, right? In imitation, you first look and observe and watch, learn from, and then you try it on for yourself. You try. You do it yourself. You practice it. So there's translation happening in that imitation. And Jesus' example in kenosis is humility. We saw that word several times in here, humility. Just a quick pause on Jesus' humility, that Jesus' humility didn't begin when he did kenosis and emptied and came to earth. Jesus' humility began from the beginning of time because it is core to the character of who God is to be humble. And because God is humble, then kenosis happened. It wasn't like humble happened at the emptying, but God was first humble in his being. And that is an example to us of if God is humble, then we too can join him in being humble. So Jesus' humility took action through his willingness to empty himself, willingness to become nothing, willingness to become a servant, Willingness to become humiliated and shamed. And for Jesus to not be concerned with maintaining status 
or privilege or honor. Jesus emptied himself to become fully human because he couldn't be fully human and have all the being of God at the same time, in the same way. Now, it's hard to figure this out if you're thinking about untranslatable things, but Jesus emptied himself so he could become fully human, to be like us, to experience life like us. Jesus had to accept limitations. Limitations. I mean, talk about untranslatable. Jesus, the word who created all of life, now becoming a creature. What? And then, Paul says, we are to imitate Jesus in that kenosis. Now we are to imitate Jesus' example by also emptying ourselves. So here we see God's upside-down world, that emptying ourselves is the opposite of how this world works. It is upside down, but it is how God works. It is how God works because we need to empty in order to be filled. Think back to Adam and Eve hanging out in the garden. What did they want? I love it when people ask the question, what do you want? What did, what did Adam and Eve want? They did not want to be human. They wanted to be like God. So what did they want? They wanted more. I mean, you just talk about what is like the human urge, more, more. But what did God do? God did the opposite. God didn't think being God in heaven was so important that he couldn't come and join us. So God became a human. He went the other direction to become like us. You know, our human delusion, sometimes we think, oh, to be God means to be all-powerful. But the reality is that to be God means that there's, God does not place any limits on his love for others. That's fascinating, right? Like, it's not about being all-powerful. It's about not putting limits on his love. A love that goes even to the point of willingly dying for the good of others. So Jesus gave us this example to imitate. And now for us to be fully human, I mean, you want to be fully human? It is to willingly deny oneself in order to take up one's cross to follow Christ. Ah, that is complicated. Requires translation. You know, I don't know what emptying exactly means for you. You know, I don't know what humility exactly means for you. I mean, your humility might mean coming down off a pedestal of arrogance and vain conceit, loving yourself a little less in order to empty up, to open up, and love others more. But on the flip side... You might be way down in a pit of self-despair, and humility actually means loving yourself and being filled up with love from God so that you also can love others. It's complicated. And we all have a work to do in translating these untranslatable things.
So the self-emptying of Jesus, grounded in humility and in obedience, is the unexpected key to his heavenly fullness. And it's also the key to our fullness as well. So we put kenosis into action. We, we empty by taking action. We might choose to serve others, to be generous with our material things. We might try thinking the best of others, giving them the benefit of the doubt, and forgiving them when they don't know what they're doing. We might pray for our enemies, For those who hold a different point of view or a different set of values, we might get active as peacemakers in our relationships and in our community. We might try denying ourselves and carrying a cross for a while. So if you want to know how to experience kenosis, it requires an emptying. And in closing, I want to make this list our prayer, this list of kingdom of heaven ways of kenosis. So hear these and hold these in prayer with me. To be blessed, be a blessing to others. To receive love, give love. To be honored, first be humble. To truly live, Die to yourself. To gain the unseen, let go of the seen. To receive, first give. To save your life, lose it. To lead, be a servant. And to be first, be last. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Amen. At this time, we come to the table of communion where we dine with God, where we share a meal with him. I have to check in with Charlie. Are we doing the communion song? (laughs) Okay. So in preparation to come to the table, we have a practice of confession and So we uh, invite you to sing along in this confession song. Lord, we have come here to confess. We do not live like we profess. We have not loved our neighbor well. sense for us to tell so we make mistakes and we 